back to Office Hours, the William & Mary Law School podcast. I'm Scott McMurtry. I'm Davis McKinney. And today, we're pleased to be joined by Tolu Alanian and Ndome Essica, the incoming, uh, but recently, or I'm sorry, incumbent, right, because your terms have officially started, uh, president yes. and vice president of the Black Law Students Association. So thanks for joining us today. Yeah, thank you for having us. Thank yeah. you. Yes, excited uh, to be here. It is. It's, as we said before, we uh, jumped on. It's good to be back on the air, and it's good to talk with student leaders again. Um, BOLSA is, in my opinion, a very important organization at our law school, so um, we're glad to uh, hear more from those who are in charge. So we appreciate you taking some time to get on the air with us. Yeah, thanks so much for joining us. So as we have done with everybody else, <laughs> um, and as most podcasts do, um, we we're just hoping to get a little um, personal background on both of you, how you ended up at William & Mary, um, what you've done, um, I guess in your life, <laughs> briefly, if you could summarize it, um, and then uh, how you got involved with Bolsa here. Sure. So my name is Tolu. Um, as Scott said, I am from Durham, North Carolina. I moved there when I was eight years old from Nigeria. And so I grew up, my family was there um, in Durham, and we're a very close-knit family, very traditional Nigerian family, and it's been a lot of fun. And I went to UNC Chapel Hill for undergrad. Go Heels. Go Heels. And there, I honestly, I kind of floated around a lot. I wasn't sure what I wanted to do. I thought about going to um, medical school. I thought about business school. I, yeah, my transcript is a mess. Yeah. <laughs> if yeah, anyone yeah. ever wow. sees it, it's actually a mess of just different courses. And eventually, I ended up majoring in political science and public policy. And I was working in education policy and in that realm. And I really liked it. I did that for two years after graduating from UNC. And I thought that's what I wanted to do. Um, after graduating, I worked for, like I said, two years, and I realized that being a PhD researcher isn't necessarily what I want to do. So I started looking at different paths, and I decided on law school. I looked at my family, I looked at the different things that I wanted to accomplish in the future, um, some of my different goals, and we talked a little bit about it at LI, just mm -hmm. some of the things that I imagine for myself in the future, like I like having um, the thought of the corner office, but still being able to do really good work um, for people. And so law school just seemed like the perfect fit for me. Mm -hmm. And William and Mary, um, I wanted to go to law school in a small town so I could be focused. I visited and I just really liked it and I decided to come here. Okay, I guess I'm next. Um, I'm Dome, um, you know, West African neighbor. Um, my family's <laughs> from Cameroon, but I'm from Queens, New York. Go New York for anyone out there who's from Queens. Um, so my journey is kind of a little bit convoluted as well. I'm not a straight from undergrad into law school person. Um, I kind of wanted to be a doctor when I was growing up. So like I went through the whole organic chemistry, horror and bio only to realize I don't really like any of this and <laughs> changed my major from I was in Stony Brook University in Long Island. And so I changed my major from biology to the general health sciences because I still wanted to be around the area, but I wasn't exactly sure or like where I fit and that's kind of like how I stumbled into public health and so after graduation I worked for a few non-for-profits as like a teacher's assistant and as like counselors to certain kids who were coming out of shelters and it really solidified that I really do like public health but from the policy perspective so I went to Rutgers University
University for graduate school, the School of Public Health over there. I was there for about two years. I got my master's and then I went to work for the government and I thought I had this big dream. I'm going to work for the government. I'm going to change the world one policy at a time. And I got there and it wasn't exactly, I guess, what I pictured. Um, I worked for the Department of Health and Human Services in the Office of Disease Prevention and Health Promotion. And so we did do a lot of important policy work and it was really satisfying. But at the same time, if you didn't have a JD in addition to the MPH, you weren't really allowed to do as much as you think that you're going to be able to do when you're coming out of grad school. And so I had the decision between PhD or because then I'll be more academically prepared for maybe this policy. Or if I went to law school, I would be able to be more versatile with my career and not kind of just be stuck in the same exact place. So I also made the decision to come to law school and it was my third degree. So I was like, I do not want to be like hiding my laptop from people and like in this cutthroat environment where, you know, no one really wants to help you. Rutgers is a smaller school, so I was really close with all of my professors, and I wanted that same type of environment coming into law school. And so I came here, and there was a lot of deer and grass, <laughs> and I said, well, this is not New York, but <laughs> I liked the school, and I liked the way the community seemed. So that's why I'm here, too. Yeah, That's always one of my big questions with people who came from New York or another big city. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I think the transition was pretty rough coming from Pittsburgh, <laughs> coming from <laughs> a small to mid-sized city to Williamsburg. That was a decent-sized transition in a lot of different ways. I can't imagine what it's like if you're from New York. <laughs> I thought... I thought D.C. was a suburb. (laughs) I came here and I was like, oh, wow, I should have been grateful for where I'm coming from. But um, it's an adjustment. It's really quiet. I still lock my bedroom door. I don't know why. I just feel paranoid like there's no sound anywhere. So it it was an adjustment, but I think it was worth it in the end. Mm -hmm. What's crazy is for someone like me, Williamsburg seems moderately big in, in a way. <laughs> uh, like I grew up in a town of like 2,000 people. Oh, wow. And so like just the fact that this place has like a movie theater and a bowling alley. It's, <laughs> it's, so like, I think that no matter where you come from, Williamsburg is a good middle area and it's a great place to adapt. But I had no idea about like your guys' background <laughs> stuff. I mean, people come from like all sorts of education backgrounds and things like that. So it's really great and really interesting. I just was came straight through. <laughs> so, <laughs> well, I think it's a great illustration that there's a lot of different ways you can get to law school yes. and also yeah, do well in law school and, and beyond. Is it, it, it helps, I think, for a lot of people to gain you know a wealth of experience yeah. doing all mm-hmm. kind of stuff related to the law or not. Um, but if you know, what I always tell people is if you're a senior or junior in college and you're trying to make the decision and you know that you know, I think this is the best thing for me now, then absolutely come to law school. I think mm-hmm. Davis did the right thing. And I think yes. <laughs> yes. you two did the right thing. And I hope I did the right thing. <laughs> uh, not quite the same trajectory, but I took a couple of years in between working and, you know, getting some professional experience. So there's a lot of different paths to success. Mm-hmm. Um, so how did you get involved with Bolso? I guess, how did you hear about it? And then how did you um, kind of ramp up your involvement with the organization? Um, Yeah, so a lot of law schools have a Black Law Student Association, um, a chapter of the Black Law Students Association. Um, So William & Mary had one. When I was looking at law schools, that was definitely one thing that I looked at. I wanted to be at a school where the BALSA chapter was really involved and really active on campus. And here, William & Mary's BALSA has been super active. They've won chapter of 
the year, many times in the Midwest um, Regional Conference. Mm -hmm. um, they were runner up for the chapter of the year at the national level at some point. So I knew that I would be coming to a place where the students were actively involved. And I came, so I knew coming in that I wanted to be a part of BALSA. And I came in and I joined a couple of committees and I thought that would be the best way for me to get involved while still balancing out some of my schoolwork. And it was the best decision I could ever make. I was part of the social committee and the community service committee. And the community service committee did a lot for on campus. They put together the um, Thanksgiving can drive. Um, mm -hmm. We had a community service week, and so there was there was a lot of um, there were a lot of ways for me to be involved in Balsa without um, ever feeling like there was nothing to do. So I really appreciated that from my first semester. Yeah, um, for me, my mentor, um, she works in the House of Representatives right now, and she was really big on Balsa, and so I kind of was like a fish out of water figuring out law school. Like, I knew there was a Black Law Students Association, but I wasn't sure, like, exactly if every school had to have one or if it was, like, it, de it depended on the school. And so she was like, no, every school has one. You need to go look into the Balsa and make sure they're good. And so I did, and when I came out, came out here, I actually came during finals week. I missed all of the, like admissions weekend oh, fun stuff yeah it was, like, it, it was it was wow okay this is the real law school so um balsa members showed me around they helped me find my apartment my dad was like i love this place you're going whether or not you want to come <laughs> and so um i got here and i was i was really happy because they had really helped me transition and helped me over the summer with looking for housing or just like finding everything and i was like oh wow this is like a real community and so when i got here i decided to run for a 1l rep and i won and so i was 1l rep with um another member of balsa and asia dixon and the two of us we it wasn't a super heavy time commitment but at the same time you're still e-board member so there was a lot of expectations that we had to go to e-board meetings and be in different pieces of the school and also contribute to all the other committees and events that were going on but one thing that was really special that we got to do in the fall was actually plan a staff appreciation breakfast and mm -hmm. i don't know if you ever go to zyme and you run into miss sherry like she would just make your whole day and so it was really exciting getting to plan that. I mean, it was close to finals when we were doing it. So it was kind of pressure was on. But, you know, we put it together. It was really good. We had a great turnout. They were happy. We were happy. Like, we bought them little Christmas presents. And so, like, it was it was really rewarding. And that's why I wanted to continue to be part of this organization and going to Mabalsa and getting to see it on, like, the regional level. It was just like, wow, like, okay, this is, like, a real community that lasts outside of this school that we're in. Yeah, so can you just briefly um, describe kind of the, the structure of the national organization and then how how this chapter fits into it? Um, so No Balsa is like the national um, Balsa, I guess, like conglomerate. And, um, you know, there's it's broken up regionally into the different types of mobiles different types of balsas ours is Mabalsa, the mid-atlantic balsa region and so there's a southern bolton re there's a southern balsa region there's an eastern balsa region and each region has their own i guess convention and then in the when everyone's finished having their own personal conventions they meet at the national convention and they do different things on every level and so in like a regional level there's like moot court competitions and negotiation competitions and different kinds of things that go on and board elections and community service etc and then those trickle in like i guess like the winners or the people who've one, their board positions trickle into the larger conglomerate of NUB also. And, you know, everyone meets 
once a year and so you get to see everyone from like every law school across the country and so it's really amazing that it's like all fits into one another and the alumni of Bolsa like they are heavily involved mm -hmm. as lawyers even though they're not currently in school anymore uh, so I believe you both sort of answered this question already but how do you think that your involvement with Bolsa affected your transition into that first year and kind of growing more comfortable with with law school yeah so for me um, everyone comes in or you hear horror stories about law school and you're even when you come to a school like William Mary you're still gonna be a little bit worried that are people gonna be really uh, competitive are people gonna try and tear you down and for me, Balsa was a community that I didn't really have to search for. It just happened to be there for me. It was already waiting for me and I was able to just place myself there. And in Balsa, I had so much help from 3Ls, from 2Ls, from even my own um, 1L classes. We were all transitioning into law school together. We would study together. We would, um, you know, cry together. We would cry as a team together. Whatever we were Crying going joy, to. Crying joy, of course. Crying joy. Tears of happiness. We prayed before our finals yes. together oh, as, yes. a, as a community. So it really helped my transition into law school. I honestly don't know where I would be if not for the support of the Balsa members that are here. And I t say it all the time and people probably think that I'm kidding, but it honestly takes a village. I think it takes a village to get through law school because if you don't have family members that have done this before, like for me, I'm the first one in my family to even be a lawyer, to attend any graduate um, school in the US. And so I'm stepping into a lot of unknown paths and Balsa, the Balsa members here were willing to help me. I, from the job search to how to study effectively, how to prep for our finals. Shout out to Allison Brown and Vanessa, and Vanessa for yes. the academic committee. Retweet um, that shout out. Danny and Amanda, thank you for just always like telling us about different um, diversity programs that we should be looking into. That's how I got my job. <laughs> I looked at the different diversity pipeline programs they suggested I should look at. So just everything from anything that I can think of, I know that a Balsa member has been by my side through it, either as a friend or as a mentor, and I'm so grateful for that. And that really just helped make my first year of law school a lot easier than it probably should have been. <laughs> yeah, um, I agree with Tolu. I mean, when I was coming to law school, I did not even know what a cold call was. I remember Same. I was looking in the group, people were like, oh, I'm selling E&Es. I'm like, what is an E&E? &E? Like, I had no clue. Like, I was like, you know, maybe going from science to the law, that maybe the transition is going to be too much. And then when I got here, like, I honestly don't think I would have made it through the first semester <laughs> without Bosa. Like, I, you should have seen me in class, like, brief like case so what are we supposed to be writing about and no Bosa was really there every single step of yes. the way not even just you know the academic level just even on the personal level yes. as well I mean like I was like where am I gonna find a barber who's gonna cut my hair like if it wasn't for Bosa I would be wearing a hat all year round <laughs> because I was like oh no this is just not gonna work like they I mean people in Bosa like they'll cook for you if they know you are tired like I've just gotten so much support on every level i've gotten mentors through balsa i've gotten you know just a real real community and yes. i think that 
if I didn't have it, I don't know where I would be as far as mental health wise in law school, as far as academically involved, physically, everything. Like, I think that without them, like, I honestly wouldn't be here. And I can say that confidently. Yeah. And to add on to that, I definitely feel like I've made lifelong friends. Um, yes. Which, again, if, I don't know if this is cliche or not, but I honestly do feel like I've made some of the friends that I will keep for such a long time and we all come from such different backgrounds and so I don't know how our paths would ever have crossed without William and Mary and without Balsa and so I just again like just added on to yeah. you know the personal not just academic or like professional development mm-hmm. that I feel like I've gotten through Balsa but just like personal growth and I've made friends that I know I want to keep forever and that's that's an, another amazing feeling she mm-hmm. like actually can't get rid of me but <laughs> this is a lifelong contract she didn't know she signed <laughs> <laughs> Everyone, yeah, we all say that. So I'm just letting you know. None of us are escaping. This is the most uplifting podcast. Really, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's so positive. It's amazing. Um, Thanks to Lassa. Lassa glow. Yeah, over the rainbow. I do think a lot of what you're talking about just kind of underscores the value of getting involved in any kind of organization, yes. especially yes. your one L year. I think a lot of people come in kind of one track minded, or you know, mm-hmm. they, I, you know. It's understandable you want to focus on academics mm-hmm, to the yeah. degree that it's feasible because <laughs> law school's serious and people yeah. are like, I need to do well and it's competitive. But the reality is, and I think I picked up on this fairly quickly, is the more locked in you get on school and the more time you spend, you know, sitting at a carol by yourself trying to read, I mean, that's not – eventually that doesn't help you at some point. Yes. And you're also making yourself miserable if you don't build friendships and find outlets to do things you're interested in and get involved with projects you're passionate about. So I think, I mean, a lot of that, you've clearly alluded to all those kind of themes already, but that's, I would encourage anybody to, you know, obviously work hard, but don't, but work smart yes. <laughs> and have fun on the periphery because yes. you will be in a better place yes. overall. So yeah. I, I totally, sorry, Davis. I, I was just honestly going to like, I totally agree with Tolu and that it takes a village. So I was just going to say something you've already said. So go ahead. No. <laughs> I was just going to add on to that, um, Scott. But yeah, I think you're totally right about that. I think especially not even just Balsa, but there are a lot of organizations on campus where you're able to get that personal relationship and the professional growth that you want. A lot of people bring in really great speakers. You're able to network. You're able to meet people. And you're definitely right. Just having the one track mind isn't going to serve you very well in law school because as a lawyer, you need to be able to interact with people. And what better way to start? What better way to start than to be involved in the community that you're in, where people really want to get to know you? So I just wanted to add on to that. Yeah, that I mean, and that's certainly if we wanted to do a off the record podcast where we just complained about law school, we could certainly do about do that whenever. And yeah. They wouldn't release it on this. On no, this no, form, no, but, no, no. Um, the one thing that really bothers me the most, I think, is how individualized most of the work you do in school is and, yeah i mean it's understandable that like it's cl- classes and a lot of them are test focused and that's the way it goes and you end up either writing a paper by yourself or reading by yourself mm-hmm. or whatever but that's another reason i think you need to make a deliberate effort to go and you know do communal type yes. stuff yeah. mm-hmm. so and i like how all the other clubs are it's like not just like balsa siloed by itself i mean like also comes to our events Walsa comes to our events jalsa like all the other like affinity groups and not even just affinity groups other clubs i think is really collaborative and you also get to go to other things so it doesn't just feel like okay well i i associate with balsa so i'm just gonna stay at balsa events it's more so like you know we're all in the same community we 
we all are moving forward towards the same thing. So there's other things available to you, whether or not you associate with that affinity group or not. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's another great thing we have at William & Mary is just the, the volume of events that are yes. going on all the time. Yeah, there's always something that is there. Always lunch program. There's yes. always a free always lunch somewhere. Lunch. What kind of lunch? You can yes. even be picky if you want. I'm not really feeling a sandwich yeah. today. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, trust me, I know how this works. It's a very competitive environment yes. when it comes to offering the best lunch product to get yeah. people to show up to your I can't, can't slack. Yeah, um, but on that on that note, um, can you just briefly go over the, the kind of events and activities that BOLSA um, puts on throughout the year? Yeah, so we try to do things across um, uh, just the spectrum of like types of events. So for instance, we do a lot of community service. I mentioned that a little bit earlier. So the Thanksgiving canned food drive is something that is school-wide, but we also do different things where we actually go out into the community and help people out. During the community service week, um, one of the themes that the community service or um, committee put on was we went to the animal shelter and mm-hmm. we worked and we just hung out with cats and dogs and um, so that's an, an, um, one of the ways that we actually like, go out into the community. One thing, another thing that they do, a really big one that has been going on for a long time is they visit a alternative school up in Norfolk and so we just get to interact with the students and just talk to them and it's really really useful because they're able to see that no matter your background, if you work hard enough, that things can go well. And I think it's always inspirational, especially as a, a kid, mm-hmm. just to see people who look like you doing, being in graduate school and being in professional school, if that's not something you're used to seeing. So I know mm-hmm. that's also a really impactful um, program. Do you want to talk a little bit about some, and then we can just go back and forth? Yeah, no, there's so much that we can just split it between We're the two. Social. Yeah, yeah um, social <laughs> events. We try to have a lot of um, social events, not just like game nights and potlucks. Potlucks are my favorite. Yes. Mm-hmm. You know, like everyone here is surprisingly a very good cook. I'm very picky about <laughs> potlucks, but no, everyone's really good. We've had um, movie nights recently. Everyone went to go see us. I'm scared of scary movies, so that was a no for me. <laughs> but you know, there's a little something for everyone, and I think that it's nice to just have a space where you're not talking about law school, even yes. if it trickles into the conversation somehow, because you've yeah. just become this kind of like mindless robot that can only make law school jokes and <laughs> jokes that have to do with cases. Yeah. And so it's nice to remember, no, there's like another side of me. So when you go home, you're not totally out of touch with the rest of your friends and family who are not in the legal field. And, um, you know, we also have professional events like speaker series where we'll have people from different backgrounds alumni non-alumni come in and kind of talk to us about their job and how they found it and how they got to where they were professionally and they're so open to like you know oh yeah just email me i'll talk to you about it and you can just you know walk up to somebody and easily gain a mentor like without even really going out of your way just by attending the event and you got free lunch and a mentor it's like a win-win so yeah yeah and so this year or the upcoming school year we're really hoping to um, build on that and to continue just continue that like we think that we have a really great foundation and we're really thankful for our, all of the other um, the past e-boards that have come before us because they've done such a great job and we're just hoping to continue building off of that so like continue a lot of the community service events continue the social events of course continue the professional um, events where you're able to interact with alumni and non alumni but another thing that we do is the Oliver Hill Banquet, and so that's coming yes. up um, April 11th or yes. 10th. 
trying to try to pub, but I'm doing it very Coming soon. Coming soon. But we um we invite a lot of different uh, we invite alumni to come speak to us, and it's also a really good way for just students to interact with alumni once again at the law school or um off the law school's campus. So we hope to do um something similar to that also in the fall because we think the more interactions that we can have with alumni, the better it is for all of the students here. Um, next year, we're also hoping to have like an actual professional development committee and work on ways that we can actually, ways that our, um, our members can really just grow in and get the support that we need from the alumni around us. There are a lot of alumni who are willing to help us and willing to reach back in and help us, whether it's through externships or our jobs or whatever it may be, and just really tap into that network a lot more next year. Mm -hmm. Oh, just another thing that we do every year is the BALSA Symposium. Oh, yes. And it actually changes every year, like, the topic. And so this past this past symposium, we had um, police brutality was the topic. And mm -hmm. it was really good because we had a wide range of people. We had a police officer. We had a public defender. We had a prosecutor. Like, we had professors. We even had a professor that specializes in tax and, like, really broke down how like taxes are one of the major things that you don't really think about when you're discussing issues of police brutality and how you know over ticketing and having the pressure of police officers to you know issue tickets can bring about you know these kinds of disputes and it wasn't even something that you really that I really thought about when I was thinking about those kinds of interactions and so it was really even toned and very respectful and I thought it was really good to just hear everyone's you know side and opinion and so I, I hope next year like it'll be a whole new topic and it'll be something different and I'm really excited for it it was it was really good and there was a little reception after and it was nice to just interact with different kinds of people not necessarily only you know lawyers specifically so mm -hmm. yeah I, I, I was upset I couldn't go to the symposium this it was year so good. Um, <laughs> last year um, okay. which was about disparities in health care health care outcomes across various communities and it was really well done they had a lot of great um, William Mary professors and then also people from outside yeah. to, to talk about it. Um, I was out of town at the ACS uh, student convention that weekend, but um, I made sure that we promoted it because yeah. it was important. And I hope yeah. it was well attended. It was um, well attended. But yeah, I mean, you talked about a few things. The, a couple things that stand out to me about BOLSA are the amount of service-oriented events you do. And I, not to say that, I mean, there are definitely other organizations that do that, but the way that you do it so regularly and it's such a um, constant yeah, you know, activity for the organization is really great. And then also, I think the presence of, of the alumni is very palpable. I mean, the speaker series is great. Yes. I've been to a bunch of those. Um, and then everything, every program, like the symposium is a great example. You see how many um, alumni come back. And yes. that's yeah. uh, really, I think, the sign of a, of a healthy organization. You think so, too. And we're really, we're really happy that we have so much, um, so many alumni who are willing to come back and just always reach back into um, BALSA. And it to me, it sets um, a tone that when I leave law school, I will also be willing to do the same because I know mm -hmm. how much people have done it for me. Yeah. What else you got? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, mean, I believe you guys have really just been great and you kind of hit on yeah. uh, everything else. I mean, just to, to go back and, and say that 
uh, Bolsa really is just a, a presence here. I mean, even just the the can drive seems like almost a rite of passage yes. between <laughs> different uh, sections now and everything. And um, the things that people make uh, are so impressive. Yeah. That was pretty yeah, the, good. You talk about law school jokes. Yes. The long arm statue that was one pretty was good really one. good. But yeah, I mean, it's just such a, a great organization and one that I'm excited to see you two lead and do great things in, I know. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you, Davis. Yeah. Yeah, the other thing that I think um, I, I meant to mention is um, a lot of organizations don't do not do this, but I think it's probably meaningful for your members and other people are just having office hours regularly. Um, I think you, a couple times, once, once a week at least, right? Yeah. Can you yes. just talk about that a little bit? <laughs> so I wasn't an officer last year, um, but that is something we hope to continue this year because I, I thought it was a really great initiative for um, the leadership or the last past leadership to say, like, come talk to us and tell us your issues. <laughs> tell us what you just come chat with us about law school, nothing, everything. And so that's something that I definitely hope that we'll do next year yeah. as well. And um, you sat in one. So yeah, I um, I sat in a couple of office hours and I thought they were really valuable. I mean, like sometimes you think like people are just going to come to you and ask you questions like, oh, what about this class or that class? But like sometimes people just really want to just talk and mm-hmm. not talk about law school. And, you know, <laughs> I love to talk. So <laughs> and I had a handful amount of things to talk to them about, like just TV shows or whatever. Some people want to de-stress. Some people do want to talk about class and like see like oh you know like check in with like mental health wise I mean like law school can be a lot and so it's really important to have like somebody even if they're just like tangential to you as a friend just to even just be like I'm stressed out right now like how can you help me in any way that you know how and I thought they were really valuable and like we even did a few like in place of office hours a couple of hangouts where we would just like play music in a classroom (laughs) during lunch and like be like oh come eat your lunch here and hang out with us and I love that thought it was cool I think I'm a YouTube DJ so you know (laughs) I had a great time (laughs) with that so thanks to the streaming service we're we're all semi-professional we can all we all think we have uh, playlists and stuff exactly the market might think differently but I mean what do they know yeah exactly (laughs) yeah I would love to see more of those hangouts because I think that one thing that you kind of touch on in passing is just the, the mental health aspect of law school and if there's anyone that I know that really you know emphasizes that topic it's you mm-hmm. Dome and so I think that this organization has a lot of um, outlets to really um, focus on that yes. and, and the well-being of its students as well and hangouts where you play music sound great as well <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, I will be at, if you have more of those I will certainly yes. be in attendance uh, yeah, I mean, I, I just think it's just, it's great. Again, I kind of talked about it before, but just using any organization as an outlet just for any purpose you want. I mean, whether it's in the, the defined mission or not is um, something that, again, I definitely encourage people to uh, take advantage of whenever they can. Um, so what other grand visions do you have for your tenures as uh, oh, leaders? <laughs> My eyes are you know, They are privileged. Yeah. <laughs> I think we just really want to be not just engaged in this balsa silo, but like have the presence like more so. It's already throughout the school, but have it so like you can't miss it even if you tried to like not see us in your face like you just, I just want to like be in everyone's face and like let them know that like we're here as a resource 
whether you associate with this affinity group or not. I think that that's something that's really important to understand because I think that sometimes when you feel like you can't relate to something, you kind of like be like, oh, well, their issues are not my issues. And it's it's important to acknowledge that, you know, we are also here in this space as well. I know like sometimes in law school, you kind of feel like lost in the sauce, like, oh, I'm an imposter. I'm not supposed to be here. And so we really want to make sure that students who are coming into Balsa can feel like, no, you are supposed to be here and we will help you continue to understand that you are supposed to be here and provide you with resources that were given to us but like on a greater scale because you know you never want to give something somebody the same thing that you had you want to give them better and so I think that that's like the basis of all the events and programs that we're trying to come up with right now yeah I would I would echo that and I think um for me especially I think one thing that I just hope to do is to one, leave um, the community just better than how I found it, just like you said, and to make sure that students, especially minority students, um, and not just black students, so minority, Asian, um, Hispanic, whatever, Latino, whatever you are, um, whatever, my, um, whatever you identify with as a minority, whatever it is, I want you to feel like you belong in law school and I want Balsa to be one of the resources that you feel like you can turn to. I'm always telling my friends that are not um, African-American, like, come to Balsa, come to our events. Yes. Like, we're so welcoming. We're always in need of allies and we're here to support everyone that wants to, like, help our mission. And that, that for me is just so important. And I think just making sure I'm in a place where I feel like I belong and that I don't have to, like, fight tooth and nail for everything. And I feel like what I do get, I deserve it. And it's, um, that to me is important. And that's one thing that I want for other students, other minority students, and I want for minority students in the future. Mm. Yeah, I, I couldn't agree more with the sentiment that <clears throat> I think everybody should realize that there are elements of what Bolsa does that yeah. are applicable to everybody. Yes. And, and yes, whether you are in the organization or not, you should absolutely take an interest in the initiatives and the Boards. programs that, yeah. that you guys put on because I think they benefit everybody. Mm -hmm. um, so any other just, you've given a lot of great wisdom <laughs> uh, already, but any other law school tips you have for the general law school and pre-law school audience since, you know, we, we appeal to all ages here <laughs> on office hours? I would say for incumbent students, um, make sure you enjoy your summer. I know people say it, but like legitimately enjoy your summer, spend time nice. with your family, binge watch the TV shows that you want to watch, because um, you won't always have the time to watch TV, but know that when you come to law school, you belong there and that you're going to succeed no matter what happens. Like even if your grades aren't the ones that you want or you feel like you're not making the competition team that you feel like you need to make or whatever it may be like you're in law school for a reason and you're hopefully coming to william and mary here. and um if you're here you belong here and you're gonna make an impact in the community so just walk in and feel like you belong and never question that yeah, um, I, I, I agree with all of that. And I also think one thing, if you're incoming, like whether it's here or another school, hopefully it's here. But um, I really think that you need to individualize your process and make mm -hmm. sure that you're doing things for you. I think when you get to law school, you kind of feel like there's this formula for how to do everything, how to study, how to read, how to whatever. I know for one, I'm not a fan of studying in the library. I love to study in like the cafeteria area because mm -hmm. it's warmer and my hands are always cold in here. <laughs> and so, you know, that 
that works for me. I'm still studying, and but I don't feel the the same pressure that oh, I have to be in the library as many hours as somebody else, or I have to do this because someone else is doing this. I think that when you start comparing yourself, you start mm-hmm. stretching yourself too thin yeah. and trying to be like someone else when you really just need to try to be like yourself because that's what stands out in the crowd. And I think you got here because you stood out of a crowd, and so you need to remember that while you are here. Yeah, I mean that that's that's so true because th- there there's. You can read the books before law school and you yeah. can try to like follow what other people are doing, but there's not a one size fits all no. formula and like nobody else's formula is necessarily yours. So yeah. you're, you know, it, 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 you have to, I would say you have to have some kind of process because yeah. I, I have the worst days I have are when I just show up and I don't know what I'm doing for the next six hours. I'm like, I guess I'll start reading. You gotta, like, you gotta have some way to yeah, definitely. Yeah. but it's, yeah, it, you, you got to derive it from what you think is best. Yeah. So that's good. And then also you hit on something else. The climate at this school, it may be, I think, varies a lot room to room. So I guess. Know which classrooms are hot. Oh, which my gosh. Are oh know if the library's for you or not. And then yeah. these are the essential details. They are. Different days as well. Like yes. It, it means, yeah, some days, you know, my property classroom will be absolutely you know, blazing, yes. otherwise it'll be frigid. So, yes. yeah. wear layers if you yes. come to Wayne Mary Law School. That is the best advice. That's ever. a good yeah. Wear layers. Bring a jacket and just yeah. stash Leave it, it yeah. in your locker yeah. just in case. Yeah. Or a yeah. scarf, a snuggie, yeah. you know, whatever yeah. works for you. See, we're giving people the big picture stuff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, why you inside baseball succeed in law school. Yeah. Um, no, but this has been great. Uh, that's pretty much all I have. Do you have any more mm-hmm. questions? No, I, I don't. I don't. Yeah, you guys have been awesome. Yeah. yeah. Oh, thank, thank you. you. Thank you so much yes. for having yes. us. Really enjoyed really talking excited. to you. Yeah. Um, thanks, everybody, for tuning in to another episode of Office Hours, the William Mary Law School podcast. Yeah. It's been uh, great to talk to the heads of Bolsa, and we hope to have more episodes for you by the end of the year, but that would require us to book some guests. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> we'll see if that happens or not. We'll see you next time, whenever that is. Yes. Thanks for tuning in. Bye.